0: Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan, brought to you by Phoenix Roasters, coffee that matters on Faith Talk Atlanta.
1: Looks like you've had some of that coffee. Look out. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Pro,
2: And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday. From the
1: Phoenix roster studio here in Buckhead. And, Dan, I may have to leave the studio. Fine. All those urinating commercials right before the show <laughs> makes me want to go.
2: Well, <laughs> 3P right down the door.
1: I think it was P3. P3, same thing. <laughs> you know, whatever. P. <laughs> Okay. What does it say when we have a lot of those on uh, on this station? You know, <laughs> probably best not to ask me. <laughs> Megan Morgan in a flash meeting. When was, like a a flash, flash meeting? Like a flash flood. No, you know how it rains and yeah. then you're not expecting it. Yeah. Um, there was like what? three minutes to countdown. And yeah. I'm like, uh, are you coming on the show? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. And that's what you <laughs> heard blah, in the background. It. Blah, <laughs> blah, it sounds blah, a little,
2: blah, it sounds blah, a little blah, like blah, blah. Donald Trump.
0: That's about any
1: politician right gonna there. Build, blah, that's blah, the blah. truth. Blah, that blah, is blah. the absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Now she got wrangled into a last minute meeting because she does more than, than the show. Although this should be her number one priority. Well, yes. We need to talk to the beard about this. (laughs) To us, he's number two.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's not talk about bathroom jokes again.
1: (laughs) Adam the Beard, Samurai Man Bun, uh, Just Say No, Hollywood no socks did i leave out no you socks? left out no socks yeah. gosh it's been so long since i've said it i I, know. I get kind of it's like a rap i got i'm assuming it's like i i'm not a rapper right and i don't play one on television okay. or the radio that's good but it, you get into this patter yeah you know mm-hmm. so add the beard samurai man bun no socks just say no hollywood homeschooled asher i think you got them all yeah <laughs> <laughs> last minute meeting asher whatever just for christmas we're going to get him some p3 take that <laughs> right uh, Facebook, the Facebook. Us old guys call it. Um, which the average age probably on Facebook is probably what seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not that old. <laughs> Hence all the urinating uh, commercials. Um, but you know, they. I I love playing these games. Depends on the game. Mm. Uh, like, what does your name mean? Oh, you yeah. Know, what right. nationality are you? Right. I mean, the scream was that I am, have Jamaican in me.
2: Yeah. Who knew? right mon well i mean you could see in the beard now i mean as it grows <laughs> you should make
1: dreadlocks out of it hey that's a great idea mm-hmm. who do i see about that uh i don't know uh this one what will the priest say at rick's funeral uh or the pastor yeah or the probably the pastor officiant right. yeah officiator is that what officiator <laughs> are you officiator <laughs> okay <laughs> rick was short but loud in fact this is probably the quietest he's ever been. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had to chuckle because that's the
2: truth. All right, if they don't say that, I'm going to make sure that it's said.
1: Are you going to be there?
2: I, I, yeah, I'm, you know, unless I beat you, you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> I, I doubt that will happen. <laughs> the way things are going. Oh, well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Monday. Damian Greer. Uh, uh, Boyd. What did I say? You said Greer. Where did Greer come from? <laughs> oh, that's know. the guy we're talking to after this show. Yes, yeah. Could we right. talk to him both at the same time? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> Damien Boyd. It. Yes. Who is the pastor, lead pastor at Vertical Church in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He's also the author of uh, In Search of Beautiful. He, I read one of his blogs. And he's got some really cool insight. He's a a magnificent preacher and just a a wonderful guy. I can't wait to have him on. He he seems to be. He's been married for 12 years, and uh, he's lived to tell about it. Yep. Uh, he also worked at the Weather Channel. Was he the guy? He, did he do the weather? Hey, everybody. I don't think <laughs> he was a, that guy. There's a front coming down from the north of the east. He was standing out
2: in the hurricane.
1: Going, it's
2: my <laughs> boy way out here.
1: Yeah, how many times have you heard, you know it's bad when Jim Cantori is yeah. on the television? Somebody's- <laughs> <Tell> Jim,
2: <laughs> yeah, they always say, tell Jim Cantori not to come to our town. That means that we're the worst.
1: They don't have family reunions at the Kentori, <laughs> no. Because <laughs> they're like, if he shows up, yeah. somebody's going to get gonna whacked. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of getting whacked, would you call it a whacking? Uh, the uh, Falcons, big surprise uh, there. Beat. I don't the know Eagles. that I'd call it a
2: whacking, but it would. But they beat them, so that's good.
1: They beat them. Yeah. I read this this morning. Did you see the game at all? I did not. Elijah said, uh, "Hey, Dad, let's watch the Falcons game at eight o'clock." Of course, I start- which was over by then, wasn't it? Or was it still going? It started going? at 8. Oh, did it I thought it was earlier than that. 8 to day. 8.01. That was a quick game. Love it. That's a football game. Should be that. Should be five yes, minutes. Yes, I, I would Let's agree. Let's do this in five minutes. I agree. And corporate meetings.
2: Yeah, should not exist at all. And meetings with Megan Morgan. should not, with exist, with at Morgan. Yeah. Should not exist at all. That's right.
1: Falcons' Julio Jones, which he caught this, uh, which took him over the top. Mm-hmm. He, he caught this pass from, from Matt Ryan, and it says that Matt, Or Matt, Julio Jones hits 20 miles per hour during the touchdown run. Wow. That's pretty fast. Is it fast? That's really fast. 20 miles an hour? Yeah. You've talked to the guy. Yeah. You've had him in the studio. I have. Remember when they brought him in and he read some commercials? commercials? Yeah,
2: because he's got a a car dealership and he was doing uh, commercials for it.
1: That's, I, I don't know. And I mean,. Do all those guys run about that fast? What's, I wouldn't
2: think that fast. I mean, I've run on a treadmill before, and I've and I bumped it up to, I think maybe eight miles an hour was the yeah, fastest I yeah, went, okay. and I had a hard time okay. keeping up with I it. I could see that. That's twice as fast. I mean, that's fast. How old is he?
1: Is I, he still in his twenties, thirties? I think. Oh. I would guess. And still running twenty miles an hour. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, guys! I was a little surprised, and I said ugly things about you. Did did you not Julio about Jones, me or about, about the Falcons? Oh, the I'm Falcons! Just okay. you know, it's like oh well. Yeah, it's funny because um, <laughs> Elijah likes clam chowder, so he said I'm going to make some some uh, clam chowder. I said, I bought some. It's in the it's in the pantry. So he goes in there. He goes, I'm not eating. And I said, what's the matter? He says it's New England clam chowder. <laughs> well, most clam chowder is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, it, it'll uh, it'll deflate your figure. Hey, thank you very much. <laughs> Where's Gary Lane when you need him? I was hoping that Megan Morgan. I've had this story now for uh, two shows, and I can't use it Well, really. she keeps having meetings. It's about wedding dresses. Oh, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine last night, I guess I'll save it. I'll okay. save this wedding dress. Maybe she'll come on tomorrow. It's interesting. Although, um, let me say this. KFC I read, mm-hmm. and I may bring this up with her is willing to pay for a couple's wedding. If <laughs> if they will write, uh, if they'll submit a 200-word essay about why they've always wanted a KFC wedding. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So if Sherry Baby is listening or watching, yeah, or uh, Brian Baby, uh, which is their dad, um, it says that it includes food, decorations, all KFC stuff. Notice, they, are you getting married at KFC? Or? No, they'll show up at your place, oh, I see. but okay. it's a KFC uh, chicken-themed couples' chicken-themed wedding.
2: That'd be cool though and to get married get, at the Big Chicken. Mm-hmm. And when uh, you tell people how to get there, you just say go to the Big
1: Chicken. Bah, bah. And it's right there, two hundred guests. Notice wow. they don't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore. No, it's the is official name issue? is KFC. Is that it? Is KFC? Yeah, they don't KFC. say Kentucky at all. Mm-hmm. Nope. Ah, oh, that's. That's too bad. Yep. So, all right, wedding. So I wanted to talk about this story, but I'll hold it. But uh, we had our, you know, connect groups, small groups, mm-hmm. D groups, depending on- Whatever you call church them. Whatever yeah, you. Right. So we had uh, hours last night mm-hmm. with a group of people, and this couple, their daughter, their only daughter, just got married, I'm thinking, six months ago. Okay. Now, you know the price of wedding dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this guy said, because I was talking to him about Meghan Morgan right. and- and Dalton Hill, uh, Dalton ha- who? Ha- hallelujah. hallelujah!
0: Well, Thanks, that was that. Thank okay. you,
1: decaffeinated uh, Mormon Tabernacle Choir. They
2: had to scramble to stand up and sing, to, you know, because <laughs> they weren't expecting that. So. <laughs> no,
1: they were lounging. <laughs> they, they were lounging. Oh, they don't drink caffeine. That's why <laughs> they're just like Whoa. they were all asleep. Oh, is it Monday? Uh, well, it's because they were all in that blah, meeting. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that does that does sound like a politician. It does. Let's just get this over with, okay? Can we? <laughs> Day, Not the show, day. the 2020 election. Yeah. <laughs> what was they saying? Oh, so he says, uh, yeah, um, uh, you don't know anyone that needs a, a wedding dress, and I'm, I said, uh, well, yeah, but uh, you want to sell the dress your daughter got married in? Said, no, we had to buy two. She didn't like the first one, so now they can't. Oh, no, and they so, couldn't give it back. I guess no. Or, oh wow. I said, well, can't you take it back? No, once you uh, this particular store. I don't know if yeah. it was on sale. Wow, but. They bought two. So the average price of a wedding dress can be somewhere between what? Two, five. Yeah, I would say probably an average would
2: be a thousand, two thousand dollars.
1: Yeah. So I'm not thinking that they bought a thousand dollar dress, but let's say they bought a five hundred dollar dress, now two, that's a thousand. They're stuck with Man, that
2: dress. That's crazy.
1: Somebody's got to come up with an eBay for edit, wedding dresses for late for young girls. I'm sure that exists. That want to that want to be practical about it. Yeah. Right? I'm sure that exists. Bethany wanted I mean she's never going to wear that dress again. No. No, she but she wants to keep it. Why? I don't know. Donna has her does Kathy have her wedding dress?
2: Yeah, she does. And it's all folded up, night neatly in a box. And, it's in
1: a. Ours is in a. Zip, hers, Donna's is in the closet in a yeah. zipper thing that she wore. One did they? I guess they did they? they tried it on the day of, right? I right. mean, the uh, when they tried when it, they tried on, it on, and then the per- and then for the fitting, the fitting, then, right, yeah. right, right. So then how then the many times? Of? What do you think? Three, three, times? three times. Yeah. Is that ridiculous? And Kathy's
2: has rice all in it from when people threw rice at us. Oh, as we rice! Liked, so. so Don't pass yeah. that along. Yeah, they didn't do the bird seed. they did the rice. What
1: do they throw now? What do they do it? They do bubbles now. Bubbles, or, uh, bubbles, or sparklers. Yeah, bubbles or sparklers. Those you know, birds can, things. birds, <laughs> birds can't smoke sparklers. No, I hope not. That's like vaping. <laughs> okay. And bubbles? Can you imagine that bubble stuff getting into a bird's lungs? Yeah. See how we've well, just just leave it alone. Just throw <laughs> rice. We'll grow rice trees. <laughs> But it hurts. Did you get hit with rice when
2: you uh, left your wedding? Oh, yeah. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. Because some people, like, throw it hard.
1: And they don't take it out of the bag first. They just throw the whole bag at you. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Ben's box. (laughs) Ah! Thank you. anyway oh boy all right let's get this we better wedding redeem let's ourselves. get this wedding thing over with shall we <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> no that's oh, that,
2: that's the meaning that's, that's I'm me sorry, that's, still that's going me on. see see what
1: happens when i'm gone yeah. <laughs> what will the what will the pastor say <laughs> bleh, well he was short bleh, bleh. <laughs> this is the quietest he's ever been <laughs> you'll have a regular show dan when i'm yeah, gone All right, let's see if uh, Damian Boyd is ready, (laughs) if he's in the green room. Vertical Church, and his new book is called In Search of Beautiful. We'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.
0: Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan is brought to you by Phoenix Roasters,
1: coffee that matters on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it! It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday! You know, I'm a little scared to go back upstairs to the A floor because we talked about our boss, yeah. uh, Adam the Beard, Samurai Man, but just say no, the beard. You forgot the no socks. No again. socks.
2: Yeah, no socks. There you
1: go. Maybe he wears socks now. I don't know. Homeschooled. Minute uh, meeting last minute. <laughs> yeah, Asher. But... Mm-hmm. anyway, so we'll stay down here for a, g- a couple more segments. Well, they'll probably
2: be in that meeting for another two hours
1: anyway. So. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Hey, this guy, pretty cool, Damian Boyd. You saw this guy on stage at, at your Life church. a
2: couple times, yeah. He's, uh, he comes uh, probably once a year, twice a year, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, to Life Bridge and just blows us all away. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. Pastor it Damian
1: comes. Boyd here from a Vertical Church in Atlanta and yes. author of a book. Can you hold that book up? It's uh, In Search of uh, Beautiful, which we want to talk about. Used to work at the weather channel, where you were you doing the the highs today? The front <laughs> will
3: come through, and did you do that, or what did you do? I did not um I was an editor producer um creating everything from commercials for vendors to um, working with a lot of our sales yeah. and force, making sure. Oh, I'm sorry, you
1: had to work with sales. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> we know how that is. Yeah, yeah, we suffer.
3: With, that's the cross we carry all the time. <laughs> Poor Dan,
1: he more than me. Mm-hmm. And
3: then I also I worked with the meteorologist. So, oh, yeah. um, oh, you did! So I did. I worked directly with them in one of my roles. I ran a company-wide meeting, so I was oh, very that's involved. Cool. Wow! I still run into a lot of friends from there. And so you good, always told night. Jim
2: Cantori to go to a particular <laughs> Stay <away>. city. And- <laughs> Stay away! Jim
3: is actually
2: such a good guy. Oh, he looks like such it. a good. But guy. you know, when he comes to your town, there's bad stuff coming. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When he shows
3: up, you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, uh, if, if you see him or Mike yeah. Seidel, You'd it's run. over. Oh, yeah, leave town. They're coming in your going out exactly.
1: absolutely <laughs> that's awesome well you made this the the switch you worked there and then with the call in your life uh you decided to uh, you were a part of a ministry and then in what was it 2011 or 2010 20, you planted vertical yes 2011 vertical ch- vertical life church right? No, vertical, church, life, vertical, vertical church, church. vertical, right. vertical yeah. church yeah oh, well just cut the life out there. Cut, the, <laughs> cut the life no, edit that somebody edit that out there. <laughs>
2: And right. you are in uh, downtown right by the the, the stadium, right? The, yes, sir. By the Mercedes Benz. About
3: two and a half blocks away from the stadium, mm-hmm. meaning yesterday uh, my Eagles lost to the Falcons.
0: Whoa,
2: <laughs> whoa. And we're happy for that, but you maybe not and, you so much.
3: And I'm leaving out of the church, but we can literally see the stadium from the back door to church. Wow, wow. That's, I
1: was trying to, I, here on uh, your bio, which I got from your website or your Facebook, I can't remember, uh, Historic West End slash Vine City of Atlanta, I was like, now, where is that?
3: Where, yeah. I was trying to figure right out where the, that is right, the right there. It is the community right across the street. Yeah, yeah. From so you can park at your church. <laughs> yes, and walk. And, you know, <laughs> wow. that's why they put a rope on the gate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't park here.
3: <laughs> now, you and your wife, Zaret, uh,
1: and uh, your is it your son or your yes, daughter? Yes, Damian Jr., my yeah, son. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Now, how old is he?
3: He is 15 years old. Look out. Do yes. you need to sit down? Yeah I, it's look he he's grown a beard his mustache is real it's really? a problem, wow. it's a problem.
1: you know that you
3: know that happens right yeah 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 he's a fuzzy little dude
2: <laughs> fuzzy little dude i like that
1: well so you guys decided what was it that uh you felt the calling you were on staff what was it that uh or when was it that you decided hey i really feel like god is calling us to plant a church
3: And why there? Why there in that area? Oh, well, um, for me, I uh, went to school right there at Clark Atlanta University. Okay. Um, My wife went to school at Spelman College, which is literally across the street. Yeah. Yeah and we kind of dated in school. and then went. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 what do you mean kind of dated? You either date
3: or you don't date. No, we legitimately kind of dated. You kind of dated. <laughs> we kind of dated. Now, what does that um,
2: look like, kind of uh, dated? It,
3: it, it looks like everybody's asking, are your boyfriend and girlfriend, and we're uh, denying it, uh, but... We just so happen to keep finding each other oh, in yes. each other's space, and we go on these trips for lunch that were dates but mm. not really dates. And ah, I And eventually everybody blinks and we're engaged. Yeah. So she she
2: kept chasing you, and you finally said, oh, okay. She, she tripped me.
1: It. She finally yeah. – she said she's
3: quick. She's little. She's quick. She got me. <laughs> Oh, so man. when
1: you went to I saw this was it you went in high school in New Jersey Burlington yes. Burlington City like New like Jersey. Burlington the coat factory That's where it came
3: from No way You are welcome world Wow <laughs> I love Burlington yes. coat factory Yes I mean that's where I'm from born raised in New Jersey I'm very proud of where I came from. Came from next to nothing. Yeah. And I don't, you know, people say that as a thing. I mean, I sure. literally have been homeless a few times. Really? Um, at one point in my life, um, I was a hair's breath away from being initiated into a gang mm. in Camden, New Jersey. Um, this is kind of the upbringing I had. It was really rough. But, you know, God had a plan in spite of what I ex- had experienced.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, is Zara cool.
3: from New Jersey? No, Where's she, she from? is from Louisville, Kentucky. Look out. Louisville, Kentucky. And I said it right. And everybody. Yeah, Louisville. Be, yeah. Louisville. You can't say Louisville. No, it's Louisville. Louisville. It's
1: like saying New Orleans. It's New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Orleans. Yes. Uh, so it's Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Vol. Kentucky. Vol- V-U-L-L-E. <laughs> yes. And when we planted the church, the part of the thing was we met in school. But when we planted the church, I had had a heart to plant since I was 20 years old. Yeah. Um, I knew God wanted me to do something. It was in me deep. Um, and I'm driving through the community, dropping a student off. I was a college pastor uh-huh. at a church outside of Atlanta. Yeah, you were crushing it as a college pastor with all the stuff that, that yeah. I've read. Yeah, we. I, I can literally look out and see a ton of people who have national names yeah. that I have been an influence That's in awesome. their lives. I was their pastor. That's cool. Um, and so we pull up in the community, and I stop, and I see a little old man, and he's literally walking down the street. And I could see the weight of the entire community in his face. Hmm. I can't explain it. He's just trying to move, and he's he's stuck, and, and, and my heart broke, and I started weeping. Mm. And out of my mouth audibly, I said, I'm coming. Mm. I didn't know what that meant. All I knew was I was moved in my heart. I'm looking in this man's face, and my heart's broken. Mm. And I said out loud, I'm coming. Um, that's a pretty, you know, bold thing to say. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. But what that ultimately meant was that we were going to go to a community that Almost no churches wanted to be planted in hmm. in a community where nobody wanted to be serving people that other people are happy to walk by hmm. yeah. so we would literally go in to serve the least of these that were ignored and hurt and um, intentionally damaged in some instances and that's where we would go to plant a church um, it that didn't make sense. Hmm.
2: Now, was Zareth on board this whole time, I or was she like, what are you <laughs> talking about? No, she was
3: 100% on board. Yeah. My wife is a soldier, yeah. and uh, when I told her what God said, she said, let's go.
1: Yeah. Did and, you
3: have any other pushback? Are
1: folks going, uh, well, Damien, maybe you should sit down here. Let's yeah. uh, let's discuss this. Oh, let's
3: absolutely. Th- I had people look at me like that's the dumbest idea. <laughs> 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 You're going to plan a church where the median income is between 12000 and $16,000. Yeah, You could have a church of a thousand people and not be able to pay bills. Hmm. And yeah. that's the reality of the community. And yeah. that has been the truth of <laughs> what yeah. we do. Um, we don't do what we do because it's easy. We do what we do because it's a calling.
1: Hmm. Wow. So glad you're there. Thank you for being bold and obedient. And uh, wow. Uh, Pastor Damian Boyd here. We want to talk about your book in uh, just, just a little bit. Uh, for those out there that uh, they feel like God or God's calling them to a place where other people would go, would shun it, and it just doesn't sound like God to me, but they know in their heart and their soul that God's speaking, well, what's one thing you'd say to them? we got about a minute.
3: Do it. <laughs> I mean, do it. I mean, I, it, there's that place where we all have to decide, well, follow God's calling, even if he calls us to a place we don't want to be. Mm. And that happened all throughout Scripture. You look at Jonah. Uh, he didn't want to go to Nineveh. Actually, he ran in the opposite direction. Jeremiah didn't seem like he was having the greatest of times. Uh, but sometimes we have to go places where we wouldn't because of God's glory. He's leading us at times to places. I think there's a false understanding that says God only leads me to places that are good, comfortable, mm-hmm. easy and been financially beneficial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes God says, I want to take you somewhere where I am the sole reason for your success. Mm-hmm. I want to take you somewhere where you can't even try to steal the glory. Mm. And when you go to those places, I find that light shines best in darkness.
1: Mm. Love that. Pastor Damian Boyd here. We're going to talk more uh, about the church and about his book. It's called In Search of Beautiful. We'll be right back from the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay there.
0: Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan, brought to you by Phoenix Roaster's Coffee that matters on Faith Talk Atlanta.
1: Look out, it is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Hope you're having a great Monday. Pastor Damian Boyd in studio. We're going to talk more about uh, his life. Uh, he is the uh, lead pastor at Vertical Church in Atlanta. And he also has a brand new book out. It's called In Search of uh, Beautiful Before, Dan's got a really great question for him, which we're going to get into in a second. Uh, We, of course, in the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead, we did the show last week in Mm Alpharetta. It was the FaZe Family Center. We had such a great time, and uh, these guys are just crushing it. It's not just about coffee. It's about church planning, Mm -hmm. changing lives. And that's why we push, and we are proud uh, to mention the name we did before they were sponsors, yep. Phoenix Roasters. So check them out, phoenixroasters.coffee. They've got a deal this week, and it's the best deal in coffee you'll ever get, so check it out. How'd you like that? And we'll tell you what it is tomorrow because <laughs> yeah. we forgot to bring the sheet with Phoenix us. coffee. <laughs> All
2: right, well, let's talk about uh, uh, I, the, where I go to church. Pastor Damian Boyd comes once or twice a year and, uh, and speaks. And this last time, just a couple of weeks ago, you came, and you were— saying how it's just been one heck of a year uh maybe even a couple of years uh just things going on in your life that God has been using uh to point you to the book to point you to him uh talk about what's been go- what's been going on.
3: Oh, well, I, I have a son who has severe disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a uh brain injury at birth mm-hmm. and from that we've just gone been on a journey. I actually talk about that in the book a little bit. Um we we ran into issues in the school system, mm-hmm. but we had to kind of fight um, legally right. to make sure my son had what he needed. I already pastor a church in a community that can't really support a church, right. Yes. Um, right, right. especially a church that is service-oriented and always doing stuff outside. We don't just exist to do things, but the church ran into this really, really hard season financially. Um, I've been, right now, I'm on five months without being paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to try to keep the mission that we're doing down in downtown Atlanta going, um so we had financial issues, we had legal issues, we had educational issues. My son had a three hour seizure mm-hmm. that was just horrible. He mm-hmm. was in and out of the hospital eight times in eight months my gracious um so we're financially strained mm-hmm. we're emotionally strained. My wife and I of course it took a toll on our marriage, so we had just been through a, a hellacious year mm-hmm. but what I discovered is that God is beautiful even in the ugly, hmm. and that's not just a place that you can talk about easily. It's not. Right. I, I tell you one thing that bothered bothered me, especially during that season, um, were Christians who would give me nice, comfortable platitudes. <laughs> um, something they heard somebody else say to someone else yeah, when right. they were struggling, <laughs> right. not something they learned on their own. And you could that's always so feel well Yeah, you could always feel the lack of weight. Right. Yeah. in the words. And my thought always was, well, you can pray for us. You can write a check. You can <laughs> you can give a gift card. You right. can bring food. Do something. Um, but don't give me the weak, soft platitude right. because the depth of what I'm feeling, I feel the surface. Mm. Um, so we had just come through, and we're still not completely out yet. We're still in it. Like I said, I hadn't been paid in a while, but it's the idea that in the ugly moments, God is still beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing he I, I learned, and I started seeing Scripture in a new way, because we can see Scripture wrong. Right. We can only see Scripture for what we want to see in it. But I started seeing uh, Daniel and the hardship that Daniel went through, mm-hmm. and it started to speak to me. I started to see Elisha and his toughness, Elijah and his toughness. I started to see, man, there's this theme of challenge and stress and strain, and we can read the Bible and go back and go, well, yeah, we know how this is going to end, but they didn't know how it would end. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. they knew is they were in a crucible Mm -hmm. and they had to continue on even in the face of adversity. That's good. And I think that's a lost ability in today's Christian community. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to endure. We don't have theology big enough for suffering. Mm -hmm. And then we feel like God's abandoned us because our lives don't look the way we thought they should.
2: Mm. Now, was there a point, because, I mean, you were going through a lot of stuff. Is there a point where you said, God, what's going on? Or was that when he was reassuring you that he has a plan in all of this?
3: No, no. I was always awesome and never felt bad. When yeah. no, uh, <laughs> well, you are a pastor, no, so. That, there was this moment, because um, I'm trying to put on a good face, but right. I'm that guy that's going to tell you how I really feel. So don't mm. ask me how you doing, because I'm actually going to tell you yeah. how I'm doing. Um, and like I said, um, so many Christians didn't like that. Yeah. Um, They wanted me to just go, oh, I'm blessed. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm just, God is just, "Mm." Mm -hmm. I feel him in my spirit right (laughs) now. No, I. I, that was not me. (laughs) Everything Uh, came to a crescendo and I just was done. I mean, we had bills that weren't paid. My son is at home. My wife is stressed out. And I just, I'm up at two, three o'clock in the morning. I don't mm -hmm. know what time. I know it was the middle of the night. And I am just raging against God. God and I are having it out, Mm -hmm. which means he let me whine and complain. Um, (laughs) But I just was like, I am so frustrated. I am so at the end of my Mm wit. Where are you? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you here with me? Mm -hmm. Have you forgotten me? Mm -hmm. And there are often people that feel that way, but we don't feel like God's big enough to handle that.
2: Right, right.
3: Like God's not big enough to handle the brokenness in us Mm -hmm. as if he didn't create us (laughs) and as if he didn't lead us to this place because this place I was in wasn't because I did something wrong. This place I was in was a path that he always had for me to go down. Mm -hmm. So I am just going off on God. And the one thing I heard him say, I've been with you through it all. Mm. I didn't need the answers to all my problems. What I needed was to know that God was with me through all my
1: problems. That's so good.
3: Mm -hmm. We can think that we need the answer. We need the resolution that we're looking for. That's not what we need. We need to know that God's with us in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. And like I said, and when I started looking at scripture, that's what I saw. I saw people going through hard times, but what they needed to know, Elijah needed to hear, um, I'm with you and I got a whole bunch of other people. You're not by yourself. Mm-hmm. Elisha needed to hear, okay, the enemy surrounding you, but I'm surrounding the enemy that's surrounding you. The Hebrew boys needed to know I'm with you in the fire. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not in this fire alone. It's not about what we go through. It's about what we go through with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: See, sometimes we can forget that God is a God being a good shepherd that will lead us through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm mm-hmm. He is a God who will lead us through the valley. Mm-hmm. The valley's not an accident. The valley's a place where death is so close that we can feel the shadow. Mm-hmm. But he's the one leading us through it. Mm-hmm. We want to get to the table
2: mm-hmm.
0: where
3: we're eating in front of our enemies, but we don't want to go through the valley in order to get to that's the table. That's right.
2: really good. That's mm-hmm. really good. But he says he's with us.
3: That's the only comfort mm-hmm. we get.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And that has to be enough. Yeah. If it's not enough, that's not a problem with God, it's a problem with
1: us. Mm. Pastor Damien Boyd here telling his story. Wow, this is, this is deep. This is not a I one, told you, this is this good is stuff. This is not a one-show <laughs> thing. Yeah. You have said so much that we could spend days talking about. We don't have a big enough theology to handle the brokenness. Brokenness is not the tape of the month, Yes, as we used to say. Mm-hmm. They don't do tapes anymore. <laughs> but it's not the message of the month. It's I'm living my best life. And it, we had a guy <laughs> here some time ago. And every time I would ask him, how are you doing, buddy? And he would say, I'm living the dream. Well, I wanted to slap him because <laughs> I, in fact, I think one day I said, well, I'm living the nightmare. Yeah. And because the reality is I love God, but this is not easy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you just want to throw your hands up and go, take me away. Yes. So, yeah. but we don't, why don't we, why is that, why is that message so foreign to, it? is it our
3: culture Is it our, what is it? I think we've confused God's plan with the American dream. Mm. We've confused God's plan with the American dream. Mm. This dream that not everybody gets to get, but it's this idea that everything's going to be good, fine, wonderful. My life is going to be every dream I've ever imagined and happiness will just break out all around me. That's what we've believed and that's Mm -hmm. not what God promises. He promises to be with us. Mm -hmm. He doesn't promise that everything in our lives are going to go well. I don't care what bad theology people are teaching. Um, Mm. Let me just, that's not biblical. You know how I know? Because the gospel is all about a savior who died on a cross Mm -hmm. and who tells us to take up a cross. The cross is not fun, easy, simple. Mm. That's so good. But we like to minimize that side. And we just want to live. We only see blessings through the eyes of fulfillment of my desires. Mm. That's not a true blessing. No. Mm. Sometimes Mm. blessing is I grew spiritually. Mm. Sometimes blessing is God is comforting me. Blessing doesn't look like, even if you look through the Beatitudes, blessing doesn't look like what we think it looks like. Mm. We only see, we see blessing through myopic eyes. And if we would just get out of this country where we have already more than we could ever imagine, right. and go to other places of the world where people have nothing, they just have Jesus, but He's enough. Mm. Then I think we'd be challenged in our theology. Mm-hmm. You think
1: there is a uh, uh, an element of the church that is crying out for this message?
3: I I think there are some that are crying out for this message, and there are others who desperately need this message that don't know they need to cry out. Mm-hmm. because hard times are coming and they won't have enough firm foundation to stand on. Yeah. Because all they believe is that if th- we have a transactional relationship with God, I do, he does. Right. I do, he does. That's not grace. Grace says he's already paid it all. Mm-hmm. He's already done it. Mm-hmm. It's finished. But this I do, he does is what the I'm living my best life comes out of. Mm-hmm. I'm doing everything right. So, of course, God has to do everything good for me or not even his good, but what I think is good. Mm, right. Like he's doing what I want. Mm. Um, we, we, we built all theology around that simple concept. And that concept is not a biblical. one. Right. Jesus on the cross, say, said he didn't want to do it. He, he said, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. Which means that if I feel why have you forsaken me? I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Pastor uh, Damian Boyd, let's do this. Let's take a break, and we're going to talk more. He's got a new book out. It's called in Search of Beautiful, and uh, we've got to have this guy back. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty amazing. We'll be back from the Phoenix Roaster Studio in Buckhead. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.
0: Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio, it's Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live.
1: Love it! It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday, Pastor Damian Boyd, in studio. In Search of Beautiful is his brand new book. He's the pastor of the Vertical Church in Atlanta. Can you hold that I up can, there? That one dude. is that one autographed? Does that say to Randy Love, Pastor Damian? <laughs> it will. It will. And can his say uh, love Randy and kisses, Don? Don. Yes. Randy yes. We had <laughs> or some. Rick
2: and Dan either way. You know, whichever.
3: Either way, let's go. You got to pick up this book. Where can they get? The book. Uh, you can get it at Barnes & Noble. You can get it at Amazon. Um, those are the places it's available at the moment. Or you can get it at your local Damien Boyd near you.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> just look for your local Damien Boyd. Yes, right? but
3: it's it's easily accessible in most places. If you Google and search a beautiful and Damien Boyd, that will come up.
1: And it just came out. I
2: yes. Mean, just like, We're
1: weeks just Like two weeks ago. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. So the ink on the back is actually smearing. He just <laughs> hey, had this print. printed. Yeah. Awesome. So finding glimpses of God's glory all around you. Yes. What's the book about? I know that some of some of your story that you shared is in there, right? Some of it. Yeah. Some
3: of it. Actually, I had written most of the book by the time I started going through, mm-hmm. and I got a chance to live out the book while going through it. It was <laughs> wonderful <laughs> theological thought up until that point.
2: You're like, God, I just wanted to write about yeah. it. I don't want to go through it. Now it's Revelation.
3: Uh, the reality is. Uh, I, I wrote it because I feel like we've made worship too small. Mm. We've made worship three three fast songs and two slow songs. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we've made worship something so much less. But um, to a early God follower, early Jesus follower, they saw worship as something bigger. They saw worship as more inviting. Worship was beyond the bounds that we paint these little bounds we paint for we're in a generation that believes that worship only happens the holy spirit is only present when there's a smoke machine going and if the smoke machine is <laughs> broken i don't know that we felt them today it's like, what? <laughs> what's going on with you um uh. but we can find god in more ways than we can ever imagine our issue with finding god isn't god it's us mm. because we can have such a limited view You go outside and it's a beautiful day. Look up. Everything created comes from a creator. Mm -hmm. Everything made comes from someone who made it all. And the glimpse of God is all around us. I can see God as I'm talking to you. Why? Because you're created in his image. Mm. The moment we can't see God is the moment we've started to shut down our worship sensors internally. Mm. And what the book walks through is just some basic ways in which we can glimpse God beyond the little myopic view that we have.
2: Mm. And so what when people read through this, what do you want them to walk away with? Uh, What do you want in their head?
3: I want people searching. Mm. Um, I think we can find we can see a relationship with God as a destination rather than a journey. Mm. Mm -hmm. I want people searching. I want people's eyes open to the fact that maybe God is speaking. Maybe God is trying to engage with them in moments that they're not prepared for. Because hmm. um, we can wait for God on Sunday. Hmm. But where is he the other six days? Right, He's right there. We can just miss him.
1: Hmm. I uh, read the blog, one of your blogs, and uh, it just really, it really spoke to me. I'm going to read it back to you here. You say, we miss moments that would take our breath away. We yell at our children and forget that they are gifts from God. Mm. We grow so frustrated by our spouses that we lose sight of the fact that not long ago we were longing to have them annoy us. (laughs) We complain about jobs that we once prayed for. Mm. We can too easily ignore the fact that even though we criticize our country, we live in a country that you can criticize. Mm. Yes, I've been guilty of all these lapses in appreciation. No, we can all be so quick to look at what is not that we miss what is. Mm. But we can be so focused on what we want that we grow blind to the beauty trying to grab our attention every moment. I thought that was beautiful. Mm. I wrote that. Who taught you how to write? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Zara. Zara got on <laughs> she there for
2: you.
3: Call <laughs> Zara on the phone. <laughs> she might have that, Wow, I'm that serious. Was, I'm hearing it like. <laughs> Is that's, that in the book? I mean, that's that I was, is not. That just came out of me. I read that and I was
1: like, my mouth fell open, yeah. which my wife says happens all the time now that <laughs> I'm almost 60. But I thought, oh my gracious, that is amazing.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, but that, that, that's the reality, though. We can miss it. Mm-hmm. It's right there. We can miss it. I, I can grow so frustrated with my wife, who is a brilliant PhD so much smarter than I am, more compassionate. She's just an amazing person. And I can be, grow so frustrated with her that I can forget that she's a gift. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have a son with disabilities, and I'm, I can be so frustrated with what he's not that I can fail to enjoy who he is. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, there are people that would wish to have a son because they weren't able to bring a child into the world. Mm-hmm. I have a son, and even though he has challenges, yes, I have a fifteen year old that still likes to kiss me.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. And that's Ooh. a special love, man. <laughs> that is a special Most love. Most kids
1: yeah.
3: can't that fifteen can't stand their bounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. a- <laughs> and my son, when I walk into the room, starts laughing and giggling because he yeah. gets to hang out with dad.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Come on.
1: Yeah.
3: Come on. There's so much more beauty than we can imagine, but we're s- we're such sour pusses. Right. Mm-hmm. That we're we're looking for the worst rather than the best. And that's part of the problem. That is a part of the problem I think we have. We don't enjoy the moments God gives us, and then we complain to him that we don't have enough enjoyable moments.
1: Hmm. Wow. Pastor Damien Boyd, uh, we're talking about uh, the book. It's called In Search of Beautiful. Jake, my 19-year-old, uh, when I, I on Saturdays, I, I work and I come home, and he's only not seen me for you know, 8, 10, 12 hmm. hours. But when I come through the door or he sees me, he goes, daddy, daddy, daddy. I'm like, and I'm like, well, Jake, I was, I I was just here. I got you up this morning to go to the bathroom at two in the morning. (laughs) But he's just, I get frustrated. Of 19 years of, he's still not potty trained. Yes. He still has challenges. Yes. And it's, as a parent, you're going, there's those things that you go, please just get it.
2: But that's a special love, though. When I mean, when he'll uh, still kiss you, oh, and they're yeah. excited to see yeah, yeah. you. Yes. Yeah,
3: Man. yeah. Mm-hmm. yes. I mean, but it's it's a different kind of. I there are things I get having a child that I have mm-hmm. that other people don't get. There's things they get, like they will probably have grandchildren.
2: Yes, mm-hmm.
3: I may never have a grandchild. That's true. I may not see my child old enough to be a full adult. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of my journey. But what I get. Is beautiful nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And I talk about him in the last chapter of the book. um, Just the idea of the beauty and the broken. And his story is the one that leads. I actually dedicated this book to him. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes the most broken moments are the most beautiful moments. If you think about the cross, Mm -hmm. we have a savior who would please God to send to a cross. Mm -hmm. God was happy that Jesus was on the cross. The father was happy that Jesus was on a cross for our sins. The most broken moment is the moment we look back at with awe and wonder. Mm -hmm. Why? Because that moment provided freedom for us. So the most broken thing you can ever imagine, a a body on a cross that has been brutally tortured, Mm -hmm. is the moment that provided our freedom. The most beautiful thing ever is the most broken thing ever. Mm And both of those can work together. They are not mutually exclusive. Beauty and brokenness go hand in hand. Wow! And when we embrace that paradox, it makes everything in life a little more beautiful because we learn to appreciate things more. We learn to find wonderful moments in the horrible moments.
1: Mm. Mm. Wow. Good that stuff. So we well gotta have Danny I hope back. you have that written down somewhere because that's. Uh, <laughs> He's going to go, did I say That's that? I don't That's that? Pretty much. <laughs> That's, That's, <it>. That's <laughs> tomorrow's blog. We'll send you the MP3. You Th- can
3: just- those things just come out. <laughs> but it's not
1: just talk for me.
3: Yeah. This is life. Yes. Yeah.
1: Pastor Damian Boyd, where, again, where can they go to get your stuff and um, connect with you, get you to speak, give you gift cards, whatever?
3: <laughs> Amazon.com. Uh, you can go to Barnes & Noble to get the book. Uh, you can find me at DamienLBoyd.com. I'm um, Damien L. Boyd on most uh, social media. And our church is VerticalATL.com. Awesome. All right,
1: you got to come back. Have a great Monday, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you.